Come on, come on, let's have it! Welcome to the Freedom Lifestyle Podcast with your hosts, Callum Webber and Jacob Ingamgore. Yes, everyone, how we doing? Back at another episode of the Freedom Lifestyle Podcast. Uh, today, we've got a mental guest on. He's a, he's a very good friend of mine, one of my old mentors. We go way back, uh, back a few years. Uh, been out to Rome together. This guy has, well, he started out in the network marketing industry. Well, he's in the military before that. He's gone from military to millions. He started out in the network marketing <laughs> company. Um, built a multiple six-figure business, then moved to a second company, left that all behind, built a seven-figure business. He then left the network marketing industry and he's now gone to be a serial entrepreneur and build multiple successful businesses. Mr. James Lavelle, my good man, just to give a bit of context to the listeners who are listening to this, uh, share a bit of your story, man, because you do have a powerful story. Yeah, I appreciate the intro, bro. I was blushing a little bit there, so thank you. Um, yeah, hey guys, um, no, it's a pleasure to be He's here. a charmer. Before we come up, yeah, to Jacob and Callum, like it's it's outstanding what these guys are doing and and, and what they're trying to do by inspiring you guys, the listeners, to you know to take more action and create uh, more of the things that you desire in your life. So the funny thing is, the man I am today that we was just talking about, that's only really unfolded in the last few years. So if you're a lad and you're in your twenties and you're listening to this, you have an opportunity because you are light years ahead of someone like me who found kind of entrepreneurship, personal development later in his life. You know, I was the typical council estate kid. Remember this one, environment is the invisible hand that shapes human behavior. When I was young, I was in a destructive environment. There was lots of drinks, drugs, and various other behaviors that were unsavory. And because of that, I became a product of my environment. You've heard the old saying, right? The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Well, that was true in this case. So I was expelled from school at a young age, was basically heading in the wrong direction with the wrong people. Uh, Until one thing, there was one moment, and we have these in our life as we look back. You can't connect the dots forward, only backwards. When you look, there's one moment that really changed everything for me. I just knew that I had to escape the environment, right? Because the environment was playing its part. Uh, so I joined the British military in 1999. I put a little bag on my back, read a letter, and went to a train station, and the rest was history. I served 15 years, served in combat environments all around the world, and then I became a physical trainer. And this process in the military, basically, I went as a young, unruly man, and I came out as a well-rounded disciplined certain individual. Now, while that I didn't have the business skills, I had a good foundation for life. So the 15 years in the military, then I stumbled on network marketing. I didn't know what it was. I just knew that people were making money. <laughs> I was like, okay, how does it work? Well, you sell a product, the company pays you some money. You don't have to hold the stock. They ship it, they invoice, they pay you. Okay, well, if you get a team, how else does that work? Well, if you get a team and they make money, you get a little follow-on commission. Okay, cool. That was all I needed to hear. Within six months, I built a team of 5,000 people worldwide. So picture this, that every time a product was sold, it's like a vending machine. You know, you don't need to get 50p from every product. But if you just get 3p from every product, what happens is when you build a team globally and had a team in Australia, that while you sleep, you make money. You understand that concept? And someone wiser than me once said, if you don't make money while you sleep, you're basically going to work till you die, something like that. 
worse to those effects. But it was just mind-blowing to me that all of a sudden I was in the military still and my part-time business, are you ready for this? I was making more in a month with my part-time hustle than I was in a year in the military. So it was crazy. And it wasn't just about the money. I was growing as a man. I was being exposed to all these situations and I was being around higher level people. So I had a great time in network marketing. I was with two companies. I was a record breaker in, in both companies. And I could have just stayed there. You know, I could have been the guy on stage. I could have kissed babies at the front, took pictures and assumed legendary status for the rest of my life. I'm wired a little bit different. I always want the challenge. What's next is a great question I have to ask myself. So uh, I've invested in quite a few companies. Some you'll hear for sure in the next few years. Wakelet is a Manchester tech company that's growing at an unbelievable rate. I also have a fitness boutique called Ride, Leeds First, Manchester Next. That's growing quickly. There's some property stuff, some investment stuff. But my passion, my mission, the core of who I am as a man is I'm a high-performance coach and I'm helping business owners transition from average to really everything that they want to create in their life. And really, that's the essence of the journey today. And I just know that the mistakes I've made, because people come to these things to listen to the wisdom and the wins. I want to share with you some of the mistakes so you can avoid them, so you don't fall into them same pitfalls. And I just want you guys to know, listening to this, that you're in the right place at the right time with the right set of guys, because you know, Callum and Jacob, they have an intention to inspire and motivate people and also show people the path so that you can also create your own success story. Wow. What what a mad story. Like, this is a, a Saturday morning and I'm blown away. Like, to be fair, James, this is the first time I've even spoke to you or met you. Obviously, Jacob speaks about you a bit too much, actually. It's a bit weird. <laughs> it's a bit weird. <laughs> he speaks about you all the time. But honestly, your story is amazing. You have absolutely... You sound like you, you, you smashed it, and you, I love that. What's the next challenge? Like, if you're listening to this now, like, if you haven't given yourself a challenge like over the last this last year, we're in 2022, ask yourself, have you even given yourself a challenge for the year yet? Because if you haven't, we've still got another 90 days left of this year. So give yourself a challenge to, to hit for the last 90 days before you enter the new year. But I'm going to flip it back over to you, James, and let me ask you, obviously, you did many years in the military. What is your biggest lesson that you learn from being in the military for so long? Um, I believe that everything matters. So you'll get two different opinions on this. So, you know, in the, in the military, you make your bed, right? You make your bed, that's how you start your day. And some people say, well, does it matter if you make your bed, whether you're going to be successful or not? Of course not. There are people who are successful who don't make the bed. But let me tell you about your philosophy. So this is what's really important. I've learned that how you do anything is how you do everything. So we can always point to people in different areas. He doesn't make his bed. He's not successful. I guarantee you, though, that people who've got their shit together in most areas, that's going to ripple into other areas of your life. So discipline is your friend. Doing the right things consistently in all areas of your life will impact your philosophy. How you, you know, I'm the sort of person you're know, like, Walks with my mate, you know, my dogs just do what dogs do. And she's just like, you know, drops a little parcel off on the floor. My mate's gone. You know, I was just laughing. I won't pick that up. There's no one here. No, no. But my philosophy is it doesn't matter if no one's here. I'm doing the right thing. And that's what you have to do in life and business. You have to demand more of yourself than anyone else would. Do you see that? Once you raise your standards, your life will change. So, yeah, going back to the military, it was always getting into the habit of doing what's right not what's easy. Mate, I love that. I love that. And obviously where you're at now, you're a high performance coach yourself and you focus predominantly on men. 
Now, a lot of the listeners who are listening to this podcast now are, are lads in their 20s. They're people who are, are on that journey of becoming a, a true man themselves. So what advice would you give to the listeners here who want to become in, want to step into that role of becoming a man, produce more masculine energy. They want to take their life to the next level in business and, and other areas. They want to take their life to the next level in terms of dating. What advice would you give to the listeners who are listening uh, based around that? Okay, if everyone just took a second and they just closed their eyes just for a second and then they imagine the dream life, because that's the easy part, just for a second, what, what do you want in 5, 10, 15 years? What car do you want to drive? Where do you want to live? What type of woman do you want to be around? Is she a high-value woman, as most lads would say? Is she a 10? Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to be? Who do you want to be around? And this is the foundation. Before anything else, we have to have a dream. We have to know what we want before we can get it. Here's the thing. If you close your eyes and you imagine that, that's you imagining your kingdom. A king imagines his kingdom. So I had to realize this, and it didn't, it took me till my 30s. A king cannot surround himself with jesters. Do you understand? Jesters are for amusement, jesters are fun. You know, they'll make you smile, they'll make you laugh. But if you really want to excel as a man, guess what starts to happen or what needs to happen? You need a wise counsel. You need to surround yourself with knights of the round table. A king has trusted advisors. You can't be a king of the kingdom without trusted advisors. You know, if you look at the way they're set up today, even the monarch is there, they have the parliament, don't they? They have trusted advisors, even uh, the monarchy. So, Think about that, and I use that analogy very deliberately in your life right now. If you're in your 20s, look around. There are people who are either helping or hindering. There is no in-between. A mentor once told me a long time ago, James, there is only ever support or sabotage. When you understand that, and there is no in-between, you'll put people on one side or the other. If you want to excel in your life, you need to get around more people who are supporting. You need to get around other kings. You need knights of the round table, people who are on the path like you. And you guys are in a good place right now. People like Callum and Jacob, they're on the path. They're knights of the round table. They're like-minded people. So the first thing to do if you're in your 20s, look around, pay attention to people. Are they helping or are they hindering? That's so big. That is so big. And that, that's something that I've always thought as well. It's like they always say like the power of five, like surround, like who the, who's the five people that you spend the most time with because you'll have similar bank accounts. And it is so, so true. And it's not a bad thing to go out there and try and, you know, meet new people because nowadays it's not what you know, it's who you know. Like there's so many, like, especially like in little hometowns, end up just staying with the same friends for the rest of their life, which is cool. I've still got amazing friends from my hometown. However, I've gone out to Mallorca, I've gone to Thailand, I've gone to university, I've got about to different places, I've gone to business events. And they're the type of places where I've connected with more like-minded people, which has completely changed my life. Because like I said, it's not what you know, it is completely who you know. But obviously, James, you've had a lot of coaches, you've um, I shouldn't really assume, but I'm sure you've invested a lot into personal development. Let me ask you, who's been your most influential coach that you've ever invested in or not even invested in, but heard about? And what was your biggest takeaway from them? Well, just so you know, and I have no problem sharing this, over the last decade, I've invested over £300,000 sterling into my investment. And here's the thing. 
A lot of people might be listening to that's that and be like, oh, well, that's a lot of money, but it's all relative. Guess where it started? It started with a book, <laughs> you know, nine ninety nine. Same. Then it started with an audio, and then it started with a ninety nine pound course, and then a two hundred pound course. So, you know, and it's and then now I just told you guys for a come on, come on air. One of my mentors, he's like he has eight seven figure companies or eight companies that are doing seven to eight figures. So even get in the door and have a conversation with him, it's 20K. You know, you're in the cheap seats at the back. <laughs> so it, it's a constant <laughs> process. But you have to invest in yourself. And Jim Rohn said it better than I ever could. He said, if you think investing is risky, wait till you pick up the tab for not investing. Because <laughs> that's going to be a completely different price that you're going to pay. So it's really important. I don't... It's not really fair for me to name one person because what happens that everyone contributed so much and it was the right mentor at the right time. But understand this, that you can't, you can't create what you want without mentors, coaches and guides. You just can't because as humans, we have blind spots. We know what we know and the level of thinking that you have today has got you to where you are. If you want to go to the next level, then you need people who are at that level who can show you that path. If you don't believe that, you're only hurting yourself. Humans who come from the place of knowing all the answers are the people who never create anything of substance. Show me a successful man and I'll show you his mentors. Real simple. So that would be just don't try and figure it all out yourself. Jacob, I know personally that you're doing this. You make some money, you invest some money. You make some money, you invest some money. And by the way, that, that money that I invested in myself, the return on investment is significantly more and it always will be because... Here's the thing. Once you learn a skill, that's for life. Think about that. You didn't just, you didn't just get paid there and then. Oh, you know, I've got my return investment. It's for life. So if you guys in your 20s, if you really invest in yourself now, you start to understand marketing, you start to understand sales, you start to understand human psychology, how to interact with other people, how to be better with women. Like people don't know that. Like they just don't know all these things. And you develop this influence and this skill set. And then you will leave people in the dust because... Not everyone else is willing to do that. So for sure, it's essential for you to become the man you need to become to get the things that you want. It's essential that you prioritise developing yourself and getting around the right mentors. That's bang on, mate. I fucking love that, lad. I fucking love was, that. Um, was Jim Rohn your most influential coach, would you say, then, from what you said? Well, he, maybe he was then. I know I didn't like to highlight one person. He was. I never met the guy. Yeah, he was dead when I started listening to him. <laughs> but it was an audio that was passed to me. It wasn't an audio, actually. This is a sign of the times. It was a CD that I put in my car. But not having a farm, my, my dad died when he was 18. And I always appreciate, you know, because without him, I wouldn't be in the world, right? So, you know, I'm not one of them who, like, sees negatives in situations like now. I'm blessed that he was my dad. But he wasn't the, the type of man that we're talking about today. So when I heard Jim Rohn, it felt like almost it was the dad that I never had. This guy was calm, mm. centered, wise, you know, and was sharing things. I got goosebumps as a, as a talk about it, and I was sharing things that I'd never heard a man speak about before, philosophies, you know, your mindset, how to live a, a quality life and be a high-value man. And when I heard this, I sat in my car, and I was given this CD, and it was only a 10-minute drive home, and it was an hour, 10 minutes, and I, I didn't move out of the car. I was mesmerized. I was spellbound by this man and what he had to say. So, yeah, Callum, I think that's fair because, actually, he was the first guy that peeled the layers back that made me realize that, there are people who talk like this about having a better life. And 
you know, I needed to hear that because I'd not heard that in the environments I was in. No disrespect. All we talked about was tits, Fanny and United. <laughs> that was just the chat that was in the pub, right? So all of a sudden now a man was talking about being a high-value man, having principles, standards, making an impact in the world. It was mind-blowing to me. Yeah, so I would highly recommend, hey, this guy isn't around. His legacy lives. And you can find him on YouTube, Jim Rohn. Plug yourself into his learnings and his teachings, and I, I promise you it will have an impact on you, just like it had an impact on me. Quality, man. <laughs> That's quality. So, obviously, like, the people listening now, what advice would you give to the average person who's on average amount of money, doing his thing, but he's hungry as fuck. He's hungry as fuck and he wants to get to that place where he's living his freedom lifestyle, whatever that looks like, travelling the world, making shitloads of money, getting the women that he wants, etc. If they, if you could give them a piece of advice now that they can implement straight away, what would that be? Well, it's a process and, and I know we live in a society of like, you know, instant gratification. Like, Guys want to be successful tomorrow. I'm here to tell you it's not going to work like that. No, this process is you doing more, being more, then you can have more. You can't skip those first two processes. And people tell me every day that they have a dream. And you know what my answer is, Jacob? Well, let's put your dream to the test. Let's see how much you want it. Because you can tell me, and we, you know, we can be sharing a corona in a bar and you tell me about your big dreams and ambitions. But let's really see via your actions how you show up in the world. And my advice to lads is this. I'm not here telling people, don't quit your job. Like that's, he was like, quit the job and put themselves under financial stress. Do what you need to do to survive before you can thrive. Pay your bills with your job. And if your job is miserable, great. Perfect. What a gift. Because now you have an opportunity to really utilize that fuel. Misery, if you allow it to, being in an environment you don't want to be can serve as a great fuel. People who are comfortable don't do anything. So you either want to be inspired by a vision of the future or you want to escape pain. If your job is miserable, great. Stay there as long as possible because it will fuel you to really do what you need to do to become the man you need to become. So work your job. And then the next question to you is, what are you doing in your time off? So you're working nine till five. Okay, cool. What are you doing before that? What are you doing after that? So if you're telling me that you want to be successful, but you're spending all your days Netflix and chill, <laughs> then trust me, that's not going to help you create the life you want. And here's the thing, Jacob, just to close that section off, here's the thing, and I know I'm being the older guy swinging the lantern and pulling a sandbag up and telling you a story. Five years from now is going to arrive very quickly, gentlemen. And the older you get, the quicker it goes, right? And you're either going to arrive at one or two destinations. One is going to be an unplanned destination. You kind of go, oh, I got here, you know, I just like responded to life. You'll be wearing what you don't want to wear. You'll be driving what you don't want to drive. You'll be spending time with a chickie you don't want to be spending time with, and you'll be living where you don't want to live. The second part, for those who are willing to do the work, become more, develop themselves, get around the right mentors, incrementally grow, those people will be driving the car they want to drive, living where they want to live. They'll be looking around at the chick, smiling, knowing that she's a 10. And they'll, they'll be earning the money they want to earn. So there are only ever two options, a well-planned destination or an unplanned destination. For you guys listening to this, my desire for you, my wish for you, is that you plan the next five to ten years. You do the work to become the man who gets the things. 
Powerful. That. Powerful. Yeah. Something that like um, I'm really strong on is something that's actually like changed my life um, since all this crap that's been going on in the world is for me prioritizing uh, win in the morning. It's like something that's like a non-negotiable for me now. Let me ask you, James, like what does your morning routine look like and how could it obviously like to inspire and benefit the lads uh, and everybody listening to this podcast? Like what does your morning routine look like? I tell you what it doesn't look like. It doesn't look like waking up, scrolling on Instagram straight away, looking at other people's lives, searching all the fucking fit chicks on Instagram, and then, you know, basically lying in bed and fucking masturbating into a tissue. That's what it doesn't look like. What it looks like. And I'm here sitting here in my morning. What it looks like is, is I get up, and I do 10, 15 minutes of some sort of just visualization. You know, you have to see it in your mind before you can hold it in your hand. It doesn't have to be that deep that people worry about. You don't have to meditate for three hours. Just something that you sit there is like, this is what I want, right? I want my dog because if you get in nature, trust me, even if you're out and about in your street, exposure to sunlight early in the morning has a significant impact on your mood and energy. Now, what people say is we live in the UK, there's not much sunlight. Trust me, there's enough UV light coming through. So I literally, uh, I get up after my little 10, 15 minutes of like visualization, have a, a pint of water, I walk my dog, it's great for her. I listen to something empowering. I'm just like, this is the start of the day, let's go. I come into this space here and I like to get the biggest task done first. I start jujitsu at 10.30 in the morning. So if I'm in my office at 7.30, that gives me three hours now. And I will do often more in those three hours than most people do in the day. So I can finish at lunch if I want. So what I'm trying to say is that people think that they're busy and they're stretching out the work all through the day. You know, and it's on the mind. You know, do what you need to do. Like you said, Callum, get it done early. A morning, all a morning routine needs to do. And remember, you're a student, not a follower. There will be different people who say, do this, do that. All a morning routine needs to do is really get you up and really get you in a state of execution so for Jacob it might be cold showers you know for Callum it might be journaling you know whatever it is as long as you can start the morning visualize what you want feel good and then get into execution that's all that really matters so yeah you're right Callum you know the biggest tasks need to be done first the more you delay them the more they weigh on your mind anyway and you as the day goes by here's what happens your energy goes down so your chance of executing becomes less and less Deal with the biggest crocodiles at the boat first thing in the morning. Get your high-priority tasks done. And here's the other thing. You have a long to-do list, and I have a long to-do list, but you shouldn't be working off that to-do list. You execute, or sorry, you extract from the to-do list the things that move your business forward. So there's only a couple of things that generate income. There's only a couple of things that move your business forward quicker than anything else. They're the things you need to do. The secondary things are a secondary task, tasks that, you know, you know, Getting the shopping in, you know, for your, for your mum's birthday, that's a week on Tuesday. That's that's not going to move your business. It needs to be done. But you can do that shit later in the day when you don't have the mental bandwidth, you don't have the energy. Do the priority task first and do them early. There's been so oh, much value yeah. in this podcast. Hey, I, I've learned so much about morning routines, everything from you. And I and like when I'm first thing in the morning being productive, I like to do it in a fasted state as well. And then I eat after that because I feel like I'm more switched on. Yeah. But the way I kind of take my morning routines now, I used to be dead like rigid and structured. Now I've got a batch of things that I know are going to set me up and give me energy and just whatever I feel like doing out of that batch of things. That's what I do. Cold showers, non-negotiable, do that every day. I do some form of visualization and gratitude one way or another. 
um, walking, stretching, whatever that may look like, I do it all. And uh, yeah, I'll yeah, that and, from you, mate. and for me as well, something that I've found really beneficial is like slowing down time in the morning, having time to yourself, like having time to yourself to go on that walk and listen to the motivation or or good education or Reading. doing some journaling or stretching or exercising for you. Because when you prioritize yourself in the morning, you're then going to show up better to business. You're going to show up better to your family. You're going to show up better to your partner. You're going to show up better to sports. Like your whole life just literally turns around just by prioritizing yourself in the morning, winning in the morning and getting your energy right, ready for the day. Yeah, bang on, bang on. So question for you then, James. What does your, like, whether it's internally or externally, what does your freedom lifestyle look like to you? Here's something, and again, I use these analogies intentionally because I want them to stick in people's minds. So, Jacob, how old are you now? Callum, how old are you now? 25. 25. Perfect. My wish for you guys is that by the time, and I'm sure you'll do it before then, but at least by the time you're 40, you make enough money to call it fuck you money. So what fuck you money is, is that no one can tell you what to do. You're not bound by anyone. You don't have to go to the job and sit next to Stinky Bob just because you need the paycheck. You don't have to beg for holidays or pay rises. So fuck you money is getting to a point in your life where it's not that you're going around telling people to fuck you, but what you are doing, you're in a position to be a man who lives life on his terms. So you can't bend me over a barrel, you know, for for the job or for the promotion or anything else. I, I like I'm a king and I run my own kingdom. So that would be my focus: is that that you get to the point where no one can tell you what to do and you don't have to do anything you don't want to. Because how many men are having to bite the lip every day? How many men are begging, you know, or kissing ass, you know, in certain environments? just to get that little incremental pay rise. And, uh, you know, I feel bad. Mm. I understand people are doing what they need to do. But my wish for people listening to this is that's not you. But you, you're going to – the only way you're going to avoid that is doing the work. Now, like I said, you're going to arrive at a destination. So my wish for every single person is you get to a point where you're king of your own kingdom and no one can bend you over a barrel for money, you know. And then if you want – you know what? If you want to travel somewhere, go. I'm going – the bar, you know, it's, it's been a bit cloudy the last – few weeks i need a little bit of vitamin d i'm going to buy i've got an apartment for me and my friends in two weeks let's go and have some downtime let's go and have some chill time that's freedom i didn't have to run that by anyone <laughs> i do what i want when i want with who i want that's what freedom really is yeah love it man that's, that's, what, that's exactly Fucking, that's yeah. exactly what's, what we say honestly this podcast has been amazing we are so grateful for obviously you giving us the time to come onto this podcast as well but before we leave the podcast where can they find you the best place at the minute, the platform I'm enjoying the most is Instagram. So it's James Lavelle Mentor. Lavelle is L-A-V-E-L-L-E. So James Lavelle Mentor on Instagram. And I'll be sharing other value on there. I like to connect with like-minded people on there. And here's the thing with me, guys. Like, and I really appreciate the intro that you guys gave me there. Is And people will say things. I was on a, uh, another podcast yesterday. It's like James Lavelle Millionaire Mentor. And people talk about the successes. But remember this. I'm a scruffy council estate kid who came from nothing, nothing. No one ever believed in me. I had no qualifications. I was in a poor environment. And brick by brick, I have created a kingdom for me and the people I love. So my message today, the final part is, if you're listening to this, I don't care where your environment is. I don't care what's against you, what the circumstances you think that you've been dealt that are poor. I don't care about all those things. If you decide to, you can create anything you want for you and the people you love. How powerful is that? I love that, lad. Yeah. Mate, 
absolute belter. It has been a pleasure. Guys, give them a follow. Check them out on Instagram. We'll put the link to your Instagram, James, in the bio of this podcast and whack it on social media and all that. Uh, but, mate, it has been an absolute pleasure. Adios. Adios, people. <laughs>